Welcome back to another Q&A Friday episode brought to you by our friends at Inspection Manager who are always looking for ways to make the lives of property managers easier. Now this week's question comes from a relatively new property manager who's just copped an abusive phone call from a tenant because another agent shared details of their conversation about a reference check when he missed out on a property and she asked what's the best way to avoid this happening again. Okay, Thanks for reaching out, Sarah. I imagine you probably feel a little blindsided here and potentially a little betrayed by the other agency who shared the details of your conversation with the tenant. But rather than assuming that the other property manager has done the wrong thing here, I want you to be a little empathetic to their situation because by the sound of it, the tenant is not easy to deal with and she or he may very well have been struggling with the tenant accepting that he was unsuccessful and and they just bowed to the pressure. He probably started yelling at them too when he was given the news. And I think we can safely assume that another property manager is just not willingly going to throw a colleague under the bus. It was probably more around self-preservation rather than deliberately trying to cause you grief. Maybe they were brand new and they simply didn't know how to cope with the tenant demanding answers. Look, I'm pretty sure we've all been there. And now that you know how it feels to be the other party, I'm sure you are going to be super conscious of not doing this if you find yourself in a similar similar situation. Now, to avoid this type of scenario developing again, I've got a couple of tips for you. And even though I can't say 100% that this situation won't ever happen again, you can certainly reduce the risk of it occurring. And the first tip is that the information you provide in your reference should be evidence-based not opinion-based, because this is how, as property managers, we should be basing our decisions on or as to the suitability of an application. So I was once told that opinions can lead to discrimination, which I never, ever wanted to be guilty of, and plus it's it's illegal. Um, Also, it makes it much easier to say yes or no if we're looking at facts and we're less likely to be influenced, say, in a negative way if if we're listening to facts rather than opinion. Now, if you receive a phone call out of the blue from a property manager wanting a reference and you just start spilling the beans on how horrible those tenants were, then you're opening yourself up for grief. Also, If you're the property manager calling your colleagues for references like this, perhaps you need to change your approach. Um, Think about the position you're putting them in and then also look at your own motivation around this because in this situation, and this is what I really want to stress here, it's absolutely okay to ask the caller to send you through the questions that they want answered rather than speak with them over the phone. And it doesn't make you unhelpful or nasty, okay? You can be polite and professional in a way, you know, in the way that you do this, but like guys, with so many digital application platforms available these days that are automatically shooting through questions, then you probably won't get too many random calls and This is actually going to get less and less as time goes on. Now, the other thing I want to say here is that it's okay to answer questions with yes or no, as long as the answers are truthful. Were routine inspections carried out during their tenancy? Yes. Did the tenant meet the obligations of their tenancy agreement? No. Would you rent to the applicant again? No. So these types of answers, together with a copy of the tenant's ledger, are actually going to provide the other property manager with the information they need to make an informed decision. 
Now, you may still receive a phone call if the other property manager would like you to expand on your answers, say, particularly if they've been struggling to lease a property and they haven't had much interest, they might get a little bit desperate. And this is what leads me to my second tip. Be sure you provide the information over the phone in a way that you would be comfortable putting to the tenant if it was them that was asking the questions. Remember, evidence-based. They can't argue with it. So, Terry, you said in the reference you sent through that you wouldn't rent to the tenant again. Can you tell me why? Now, if I said, oh, they were pigs and the place was disgusting and, oh, they trashed it when they left, I'm offering an opinion. Alternatively, my answer could be, though, there were repeated breaches of their agreement with regard to the care of the property. Now, I'm giving the, like, I'm giving them the message, but I'm stating the facts. And because the answer is fact, that, and the tenant can't argue with that. And if it was them asking the question, you would be comfortable in saying, well, maybe not comfortable, but you would, just in case they were angry again, but you could still say, no, I wouldn't rent to you again because of the number of breaches that were issued because you weren't meeting your obligations under your agreement. So when you're clear with your messaging, you're going to have less issues. And the person you are telling, they might not like what they're hearing, but if it is fact, then there's going to be much less arguments. Now, I'm very fortunate. I started my career in Queensland and we've had a great culture of evidence-based reference checks for a very long time. And we can actually attribute quite a bit of this to the hard work that Stacey Holt from Real Estate Excellence has done over the years. I couldn't possibly answer this question in this way without acknowledging her hard work in this space. Um, it's definitely made it much easier for property managers in Queensland to navigate what can be sometimes a tricky process. Sarah, I hope I helped answer your question. Now, guys, if you have a question you'd like answered on our podcast too, you can go to pmexcite.com and click on the free stuff tab. At the bottom of the page, there is a section where you can submit your questions or you're most welcome to reach out to us on any of our social platforms. While you're on our website, if you haven't already done so, be sure to enroll in our mini course about getting more Google reviews and also how to handle negative ones that you may receive. I'll see you next week.